Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brandon Woodruff. Uh, welcome to the Pastors Getting Fit podcast. Today on the show, I have Kevin Sanders. Uh, Kevin is the senior pastor at Apollo Heights Baptist Church in El Paso, Texas, and uh, we are going to talk supplements. So um, Kevin has done a lot with supplements, has a website where he has reviewed them and other things, um, and he is just an awesome person to talk to about this. Um, it's a hot topic. It's something I get asked about a lot, and I think this will help um, a lot of people. Uh, three quick things before that. Um, Pastors Getting Fit, Facebook page, uh, Facebook group rather, same as this, same name as the, the podcast. Uh, just search that, request to join, and I'll add you. It's just a community of pastors there pursuing fitness goals and, and being able to help one another along. Uh, the second thing, if you enjoy this podcast, if you think somebody else would find it helpful, um, if you would review it wherever you listen, that bumps it up and helps uh, more people to see it. And also, if you would just share it with another pastor or somebody you know. Um, and, and lastly, I am an online fitness coach. Um, so if you are struggling uh, to reach your goals uh, or to make progress at all or, or whatever the case may be, um, just shoot me a text, 251-635-8055. We'll set up a time to jump on the call uh, and see if it'd be a good fit for us to work together. And even if not, uh, I'd be happy to just kind of point you in the right direction. All right, let's get to the show. Uh, let me know what you think. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Brandon, and we are back for the Pastors Getting Fit, Fit podcast. I've got Kevin Sanders here today. Um, so, Kevin, I'm just going to let you introduce yourself and uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and who you are and what you do. So go for it. Okay. okay well, uh, right now I'm the pastor of Apollo Heights Baptist Church, and we're located in uh, El Paso, Texas. And uh, some of your viewers may not know where that is because I had no idea where El Paso is when I first, when they first called me, they said, you know, we're from this church, El Paso, and said, uh, I'm like, great, where's El Paso? But it, it's it's about as west as you can be and still be in Texas. Yeah. So gotcha. um, I, uh, I grew up in Alabama. I grew up in a town called Pinson, Alabama, about 20 miles northeast of Birmingham. Okay. I uh, spent my, about 30 years there. It's kind of the short and, you know, short, quick version. Uh, I also have spent 11 years in the Philippines. I was a missionary there and met my wife there. And we moved back here in July of 2013. So I started here. I've been at this church now for about um, about three years, and so on my uh, on my fitness blog, I describe myself as a former supplement addict. I think that's what we're going <laughs> to talk about today. Because yep, yep. uh, I used to, uh, in my younger years, I used to chase the the, the next you know latest greatest supplement, and yeah, uh, I don't even want to know how much money I spent on that, but. <laughs> Thousands, yeah, I'm sure. Been, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been training. I'm 48 now, and I've been training with weights since I was. Um, depends on how far back you want to count, because I remember. I don't even know if these they still make these things now, but you remember those uh, those the plastic weights with concrete in them? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's I know what you're off. talking about. That's I started off. My parents you can still find them on Craigslist and such. I don't know if they still make them, but they're, okay. they're around, still floating around out there. Well, that's how I got my start, and yeah. so I started training a little more seriously when I was a teenager, trying to become a football star, which definitely did not happen, but uh, <laughs> that kind of gave me the bug for training, and then, yeah. um, so really, I never have, um, 
never have stopped. I, I can think of six weeks when I had a shoulder injury and little things here and there. But so basically since I was about 15 or 16, um, you know, I've been training ever since then. So uh, it yeah. never competed, but just learning about it. How do you, how do you build muscle? How do you keep muscle while you're losing fat? That kind of thing. So yeah. uh, studied this thing for a long time. Cool. That's awesome, man. And so, um, as, as Kevin mentioned, we're going to be talking today, our, our topic is going to be supplements and we're going to dive into, you know, just some of the, the hot topics and hot questions that people always ask about supplements, you know, like what are, what are the best ones, you know, what are the worst ones? Like, how do you go about finding a good one? Um, and, and really the biggest one that I want to want to talk with you about Kevin is just, you know, how important are they really? I mean, you know, uh, and so, which I know your opinion. Um, and if it was opposite of, <laughs> of what mine was on this, I probably wouldn't have put you on the podcast just because <laughs> I wouldn't want to confuse people even more. But um, yeah, yeah, I think, um, I think it's going to be really good, man. So why don't you really quickly, before we uh, dive into the conversation, um, Kevin has a site uh, called musclereview.net. Why don't you just share a little about uh, what that is? And I know that it's not something you, you know, that, that you're posting on all the time right now, but why don't you just share a little bit about that before we start talking? To you? Yeah. Uh, musclereview.net is a fitness blog. I started, um, we were talking about this earlier and, and I, I think it's about 10 years ago. That's my best guess mm -hmm. because I just started, um, wanted to, to write some of what I'd learned about training and stuff like that. And so there are some programs that I promote on it. I haven't really, there may be a few of them to be completely honest that aren't even for sale anymore because yeah. the, some of the digital programs uh, come and go, mm -hmm. but it's, it's just some of my basic thoughts about, uh, about training and uh, you know, the, the most recent post on there, some of the more recent posts are about the, the garage gym because we were talking about this earlier mm -hmm. when we moved here to El Paso, I started my own garage gym. And so uh, started off with a few weights and then I bought some weights and started learning how to restore them. So there's been, there have been points in time when I've got these tubs of vinegar with weights floating in, you know, with weights uh, sitting <laughs> yeah. in my garage. And yeah. uh, a guy came over to did, to do some kind of repair one time. And so he had to go to my garage. And so I've got this <laughs> big tub of plastic with, you know, and I said, dude, I just want you to know, I do not have a meth lab in here. <laughs> These are weights that I'm restoring. Yeah. But, uh, vinegar, you know, take rust off pretty well of, uh, of weights. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So yeah, on, on the, one of the things I say on the uh, fitness blog, uh, my personal blog, by the way, is kevinsanders.org. That's more devotional and stuff. In yeah. And yeah. I don't write on that one a whole lot lately either, but that's just my, um, that's more my personal blog. Yeah. But yeah, like I said on the, I think on the fitness blog, I am a former supplement addict. I yeah. used to be, um, uh, I can tell you the first time I ever got into supplements. I told you I started training as a teenager mm -hmm. and I remember, um, see back in the eighties or this was long before the internet was dreamed of. Yeah. So what you had is you had uh, one or two uh, guys that have been in this for a while will know the companies I'm talking about. I will not name them, but you had one or two companies that kind of monopolized everything. Mm -hmm. And so they would put out these bodybuilding magazines and the bodybuilding magazines would act like supplements were all that these guys were taking. Yeah. And so that gave people like me the idea, well, man, I just take these protein shakes. I'm going to look like, you know, 
And I remember the very first uh, – this is back when I was trying to be a football star. There was this commercial on, and it had Lou Ferrigno in it. Yeah. And it said, okay, before Lou Ferrigno lifts, and it had this big, huge pile of weights, you know, white background. Before he lifts this, he lifts this, and they show this shake. And so I'm like, well, man, you know, now I'm a kid of the 80s. Lou Ferrigno's mm. the Hulk, you yeah. know. They just painted him green, and that was the whole. Like, yeah. okay, if this is good enough for Lou Ferrigno, then <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so that started kind of my uh, love affair with with supplements back yeah. in uh, back. This yeah. would have been the late eighties. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, it's still a very lucrative business for the for them now, and, and way of doing it. It's just that instead of magazines, they've switched to to websites and affiliate sites and things like that nowadays. Oh yeah. You know? I mean, not that the yeah. magazines are dead. It's just that it's more of a still the same model, just more digital now <laughs> where they do that. So, yeah. And they've got a yeah. lot of, um, you know, multi-level marketing and stuff. And again, not all that is a hundred percent bad stuff. Right. right. Agreed. Um, I don't know, man, the, the industry is so, um, there are, there are, People in politics, you, you may or may not know this, but but a lot of the supplement companies at one time were located in Utah. Mm -hmm. And there are powerful political lobbies in Utah that make sure they kind of tries to uh, control the amount of regulation that comes in to yeah. the supplement industry. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, it, part, uh, part of the reason I even started MuscleReview.net is I, I you know, I, I kind of wanted to give people, I kind of wanted to warn people about getting ripped off with supplements. That was yep. part of the, <laughs> yep. <laughs> what kind of started it all off. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, man, I, I want to dig into that, that piece you just talked about a little bit more in a minute, but, um, so the, the first thing I want us to kind of, kind of talk about here is, um, and then we'll get into kind of the weeds of like some of the, the issues with some supplements and what some of the best are and everything. But first off, I want to kick it off with just like, off the cuff, if somebody, you know, knowing you're into fitness walked up to you and says like, Hey, what are, what are the, what are the top supplements? Like if I, if I, let's just, let's say that they know, because we're just going to assume people know that their training and their, and their diet mm -hmm. are the key things, which that are going to give you 90, 95% plus of your results, right? Supplements mm -hmm. are the things that are going to help you kind of like, they're going to help you a little, Right. I mean, they can help, yeah. you know, but let's just say that somebody who already has that knowledge comes up to you and says, what would you say are the top supplements? What would, what would your answer to that be? Uh, and why? Yeah. Well, there, there's a handful out there that, that I have used really, you know, since they came out. Um, one would be of course, whey protein. Mm -hmm. And, um, and actually I remember when whey first came out, it used to be that, egg protein was considered the like the gold standard of yeah. I, I think what they call bioavail bioavailability mm -hmm. something. I probably murdered that pronunciation. No, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> um and then whey protein came out they see whey was uh, was considered a waste prod, uh, product mm -hmm. previously. Yeah. And I forgot exactly who it was. I think I remember the company that first really started uh uh producing this stuff. I think it may have been designer way. I don't know if they're even still around anymore or not. Um, but they kind of came out and said, wait a minute, this, 
this is more absorbable by the body than even eggs were. Yeah. So way, if you look at, if you were to go to like PubMed and look at a lot of uh, studies, you would find that it's beneficial in that it's, um, you know, it's very readily absorbed by the body and it's, um, uh, and it's fairly convenient. I mean, you think about getting, 30 or 40 grams of protein and being able to just drink that sucker instead yep. of having to eat a steak or whatever. It's yeah. a pretty convenient way to do things. Yep. So, um, whey would be up there, creatine monohydrate. Um, that's also been very well studied. Yeah. And I remember when that one first came out as well. See, this is what you get when you interview an old dude is, um, no, this is what I wanted. <laughs> uh, when it first came out, I think it was, uh, I'll say this company's name because they're, they, they went under, but uh, EAS produced yeah. a supplement called, uh, I think they called it phosphagain is what they called it when it first came out. And this yeah. would have been like the, uh, let's see, mid to late nineties. And so uh, it came out and, you know, they, they were finding this does, one of the interesting things about creatine, I don't know that I've ever had this response from it, but a lot of people, uh, when the muscles get saturated with it, find uh, an increase in, in, you know, they'll find that they'll go up a pound or two in weight just yeah. from the creatine saturating the muscles and all mm -hmm. that. Uh, the one thing I would say about creatine is um, I, I try to get a brand that's, that has the Crea Pure label on it. Yeah. And I don't know if that's as important now as it once was because it used to be, there was some stuff coming in from, uh, you know, from Asia and other places where you had to worry about the quality more. Yeah. And, uh, so what I usually do with creatine is I take it with coffee, but I take micronized Korea pure creatine and I usually just put it in coffee cause that way you're sure that it's, uh, dissolved. Yep. Because some of the issues I think people used to, used to have with creatine was they were, it wasn't dissolving and then it just kind of sits on your stomach and causes, yep. you know, uh, yep, gastrointestinal sure. issues. Uh, so let's see what else, uh, creatine protein. Um, I, I think a multivitamin is a pretty good idea. Multivitamin. Yep, yep. And the, the way I look at a multivitamin is that it's basically really dirt cheap insurance against, uh, nutritional deficiencies. Yes, absolutely. Now you're talking about, you know, you, you go to, you go to a drug store or one of the big stores and I haven't found any evidence that the, the that the off brand, that the generics are any, uh, poorer quality than the, uh, right. They're vitamins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I even, I may be wrong about this, but I, uh, I tend to think that a lot of the generics, are made by the exact same place. It's just maybe they're off color. Yeah. You know, it's not exactly right. So they don't yep. go to the brand name. They go to this other bottle. Uh, so let's see that you got whey protein, hydrate, vitamins, uh, fish oils. Another one, about three or four grams of that. I try to take every day because uh, again, that's another one that if you look at the, uh, I haven't studied this a lot lately, but if, that when I was a little more into studying the data on this, it seems like it's helpful, you know, uh, maybe some anti, uh, inflammatory property, yeah. 
joint health. Uh, joint health, yeah. good for blood lipids. Yeah, so yep. that's about it. Um, you know, if you want to, people can get on my web, the musclereview.net and look up some of the stuff I say about fat burners. Yeah. Uh, the biggest issue with fat burners is um, most of them are nicely decorated caffeine supplements. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you look at the, if you were to look at the active ingredients, you know, you go to the store and they say, well, you know, this is clinic, you know, you look at the label and I'll say, this is a clinically, the active ingredient is clinically proven to help you burn fat. Yeah. Well, um, that is true because caffeine does help you burn fat. Caffeine helps you, uh, helps control your appetite. And so, you know, that's the, that's the, uh, the issue I have is a lot of people ask me about fat burners and I'll say, well, there's, okay, there's one or two things out there, but mm -hmm. most of the stuff you see at the store, it's basically some kind of caffeine tablet. Yeah. You could buy yourself some no-dos and do just as well <laughs> yeah. with, with what you're, what you're taking. Yep. Cool, man. And that's, you know, I, when people, you were even, you were, you were more generous than I am because like when people ask me about what, what are the most important supplements, the top three you gave are usually my, my big mm -hmm. answers. Like I'll say whey protein because it's most people, I mean, w when I bring on a new client, the first thing I'll have them do food wise is I'll have them track their calories for a couple of weeks. That's not always a long-term strategy depending on the yeah. person it might be. But with, with a lot of people, I always have everybody do it for the first few weeks so that I can see where they are. Cause I'm not going to give a nutrition step to focus on if um, you know, if I don't know what they're eating like. So basically yeah. what, I, what I find is the majority of the time, the first thing I do is have them increase their protein intake because yeah. I would say most, most men um, just, out of all the ones I've worked with are, are averaging somewhere between like 70 to 110 grams of protein a day. Like, and most women are lower, you know, like 60 mm -hmm. to 90 grams a day. And so we'll usually, especially because uh, most of my coaching is, is resistance training based, we're going to up the protein. Um, mm -hmm. And shakes are just like you said, they're a convenient way to do that. You know, that's what you, it, it's a lot easier to make a shake in the morning, make a shake right yeah. after your workout you don't want to become overly reliant and let that be like, you know, the vast majority of your protein because you need other things for the meats. But it's like though people, people have the stigma in their mind of like, I can't have this many protein shakes. I'm like, you know, it's okay if you have a couple of days sometimes to, if that's what, what it takes to get you to your numbers. So I like protein shakes, not only because it helps bump protein up, but also because it increases compliance and, you know, mm -hmm. being able to comply with something over the long term and be consistent to where you're going to see the results. So if there's something like a whey protein shake that can get in there and, and help them get their protein up in a way that, you know, they just don't have margin or time for in their schedule. Otherwise, I'm a big fan of that creatine. Yeah. Same reasons, everything you just said. Uh, I've used, <clears throat> I'm not currently using creatine, but I've used it um, consistently in the past and I'll, uh, you know, do the whole loading phase and then kind of use it consistently. And it, you know, I, I, similarly to you, I haven't, I haven't experienced a lot of, um, a lot of results from that. Like I, mm -hmm. I don't think my lifts have gone up. Um, and I, I think, you know, it just comes down to genetics and effect, it affects different people uh, in different yeah. ways. Um, but it's worth a shot. And like you said, I think creatine is the most studied supplement there is out there. You know, there's been so many, so many quality studies done on it. So, I mean, I think there's definitely enough out there to know it's not a fluke and then multivitamin, just like you yeah. said, I like how you put that cheap insurance against nutritional deficiencies. Um, yeah. I, I eat, 
um, high protein, high carb, uh, moderate fat diet is pretty much what I eat. Um, mostly whole foods, but I'm definitely not opposed to like donuts and popcorn <laughs> and pizzas. Like, man, I'll, I'll work, I, I eat my staples um, clean so that, so that I have like room for that kind of stuff when I want it. And so I plan for it, but um, like I just had, you know, like my latest physical blood work done and like all my numbers are great, you know, but I, I do a multivitamin um, every day, you know, I, I've done that for as long as I can remember. And, um, that is a big help. And then, you know, you, you tacked on, I do believe fish oils are great. I agree with you. And then fat burners, um, there is literally when people, because I get that question so often, like that's probably the number one yeah. supplement question I get is like, what's the best fat burner. And, uh, I'll say, you know, I literally have only ever recommended one, um, because I've used it and seen the results and because I've seen, I love the company and the guy that runs it. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the company. It's called Legion Athletics. It's a guy named um, Mike Matthews. You should look it up. They're a pretty new supplement company. Um, mm -hmm. But he, what he does, everything is backed scientifically. So he will, when you go to his site, like um, it's called Phoenix is the fat burner. If you look at that, that page, it lays out every ingredient in there, um, what the dosage is of that ingredient, why that ingredient is included, everything like that. And so, um, and he tells you like, it's not like a hyped up, like, like yeah. you said, it's not showing Lou on there. It's not like mm -hmm. some hyped up, like explanation. It just tells you like, this is what this supplement, what this ingredient does. This is what this one does. And the reason this works is because it is going to, it's going to basically help you like burn some more calories during digestion. And you can, mm -hmm. you know, put you, put you in a little, it, it can be the difference between a, a like a maintenance amount of calories and a deficit for that day it can help you burn an extra one to 300 calories a day something like that you know and it's just very and i've used it myself like i've used it with my own when i cut down on body fat um and i've i always do burn the fat a little bit faster that's the only one i've ever recommended so i love yeah. that list man um yeah but, and um, go ahead the um i mean the the only there's the I don't know if the, if the fat burner you were uh, talking about, there's a, there's a, an ingredient called, uh, I don't even know if I'm pronouncing this right, called Yohimbi. Yep, it has that. Um, and that one's actually been around for a while. I, I mentioned that on my blog. The, the thing about that particular, about Yohimbi is a couple of things. One, um, well, well, different things. One, if you have blood pressure issues, it, it can it can mess with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, needless to say, I'm not a doctor, so this kind of thing's way above my pay grade. But right, things that come to mind. Uh, for to take something like yohimbine, you have to be very lean because what that does yeah. is that helps you mobilize some of your very, um, you know, like men love handles, women some of the lower body issues. Yeah. Um, and if if you look on my on musclereview.net, you can look up a. I think I got still got a review on there of. Uh, a book called the stubborn fat solution by Lyle McDonald. And yeah, he, he is really the man when it comes to, uh, the fat loss. I've mm -hmm. been studying his work since, yeah. Since I'm, my supplementing days, since yeah. the nineties. <laughs> no, you're with him. He's a, he's put solid stuff out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's been doing that for a while. He, he got, he got me into, uh, low carb dieting back in the day. Yeah. He wrote the best manual that's probably still out there on that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm going to correct myself really quickly here. I was just looking up that supplement. Uh, it does not have Yohimbi and he does sell a different supplement. Um, that's mm -hmm. meant to be like a fasted training supplement, yeah. I believe they call mm -hmm. Yohimbi, but the one I just mentioned does not have it. So, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, so 
how about this? So what would you say, what would you say are some of the least useful supplements? So, you know, the ones that, that, that kind of seem to be popular, you know, and that people like have questions about, are there any of those that come to mind when I ask that? Oh man, that's how long do you have? I mean, it, um, uh, you know, however long you want, man, two or three I'll, hours. I'll I think we'll lose you. all of our listeners and we'll just have a conversation. <laughs> I'll tell you <laughs> no. that it's funny. I, I still remember one of the worst tasting supplements. I won't mm. name it because I think that brand is still out there, but uh, back in the day, amino. Now, I, I still sometimes take branch chain amino acids as, if I'm doing fasted training. That way, mm-hmm. it's just kind of like a semi-fasted training. Just I feel like my energy level is a little bit better if I do that. Yeah. Uh, but back in the day, you know, there was this company that 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 sold this amino supplement that was in a uh, kind of a bottle, and you're supposed to take a tablespoon of it. Yeah, and, and this stuff was like a syrupy, bitter goo. I mean, yeah. it, it, it was awful. I mean, uh, so that was that's the worst tasting. Uh, but I don't know. You know, you've probably read some of my articles. I tried. I ex- did a lot of experimentation with pro hormones back in the day. How'd that go? And uh, well, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just wasted money. I mean, part of it is I was in my twenties uh, at the time <clears throat> yeah. when I was taking this stuff and, you know, a man in his twenties is already in his natural peak testosterone production. So what in the world did I think I needed to do yeah. to add to that? But again, yeah. it, it was the hype. And so, um, you know, I took uh, androstenedione. That was the, that was one of the first ones that came out. Yeah. There was one that came out called 4AD, I guess 4 androstenedione, and then 1AD. What in? Um, and I did all kind of crazy stuff with those. There was, uh, uh, if if you read the article, there was one particular supplement that you were just supposed to spray all over your body. I didn't see that. And so it's like after you take a shower, you because somehow that, um, you know, when issue you get into supplements, especially that are supposed to do something for you hormonally is can these even make it through the digestion process intact and do anything, you know? Yeah. And so the one, this one was advertising, well, you spray it on your body. And so I would take a shower and just spray myself down with <laughs> hormone juice. Yeah. You know? um, and your listeners are probably going to think this guy is just an idiot, but I mean, no, that's, I've been really there. Bad. Not, I haven't sprayed stuff on, but I've tried so many different ones as well. well I've got one mean. better for you. There was a, um, there was also this, this thing that went around for a while with pro hormones is that, uh, you spray it up your nose. Yeah. The whole idea is, you know, it hits your brain, makes you more <laughs> aggressive and training. Yeah. So, Turned you into know. an animal. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like, um, it's kind of like you hear the old stories in the seventies yeah. of, uh, of football players that were spraying cocaine in their nose. Well, oh I was, doing that with, <laughs> yeah. I was doing that with uh pro hormones. Oh my yeah, God. Anything that, um, the worst, anything that it's either claims to give you, you know, steroid like results, right. there is no such thing or, uh, uh, you know, there's still, a lot of uh, supplements going around now claiming to boost testosterone. Mm-hmm. And um, again, I haven't studied this uh, explicitly lately. I haven't really gone into this, uh, but um, I have yet to find any of it that's true. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's clever marketing that goes on because, 
you know, it'll say whatever, and then it'll say boost your testosterone, and then it'll have an asterisk. And then if you look at the bottom of the bottle, it'll say these statements have not been whatever by the FDA. Yeah. And there are, um, I don't know ex legally exactly how they get away with it, but there are still um, a lot of companies pushing testosterone boosters. Yeah. And I'm 48. If it was out there, I would be interested, but it's, I am, as far as I'm concerned, it is not, you know, yeah. you have low testosterone. You, that's a completely different topic. Um, you know, if you're, I would say if you're a man in your twenties or even thirties, yeah, uh, there are other things you can do to regulate it. You, you get your body fat down and your body's not going to make as much, you know, the more fat you have, the more estrogen your body makes. Yeah. So you're a young man. Um, look into the natural ways that you can boost your testosterone. If you're older and you think it's getting low, then go to a doctor and you may need some help that way. But um, yeah. yeah, the pro hormones and testosterone boosters. Um, I don't know if they're around as much anymore. Uh, part mm -hmm. of what happened is they, they have kept changing some of these formulas to kind of get around the laws. Yeah. So the, the, the law will say, okay, this class is now illegal. And then they'll mess around with the formula and say, well, here's, you know, here's something else. And it's, um, so yeah, any, anything that's, that, that's claiming to give you some kind of, uh, that's claiming to mimic anabolic steroids or that's claiming to boost your testosterone. Yeah. I would say that's, that's yeah. a waste of your time and money. Yep. What do you think about all the, what do you think about the detox trend? Oh, that's, uh, that's nonsensical. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, it's, um, let's think about it this way. I, I'm sure that uh, you like me are not much of a drinker, but if you think about the, Alcohol is the most toxic thing almost that somebody could, that somebody on a day-to-day -day basis takes into their body. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you, you, if somebody goes out and drinks alcohol, which I'm not recommending, uh -huh. you, your liver, you know, takes care of that within how many hours. You right. Know? So when, when, when I see this stuff talking about, well, you need to detox your fat cells and all that, I'm thinking, you know, if your body is in a toxic state, being fat is the least of your worries. You know, right. being dead is probably a bigger concern. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> True. You actually reach a toxic <laughs> level in your blood or, or your, um, <clears throat> even there's a lot of stuff I see about, you know, uh, getting the proper pH and stuff. I'm like, if that's off just a little in your body, yeah, absolutely. you know, you're, you're in the ER, forget yeah. supplements, you're in the ER. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah I do not put, anytime a supplement starts talking about uh, detox, I mean, you, you see a lot of that. Um, yeah. You'll see a product line that'll have like, okay, 14-day detox. And yeah. it's all juice and vitamins and stuff you're going to take. Yeah. And you will detox in a sense and that, you know, fat cells do carry toxins and you, because you're not eating anything, but this junk they're selling you, then you'll lose some fat and I guess – release some toxins that way but yeah it's um yeah. a lot of that stuff is you know we just like when i was a supplement supplement addict i wanted to find that magic pill that was going to do something mm -hmm. 
we have, we don't want to believe, okay, I'm just, I'm eating too many calories and that's why I'm overweight. Right. Want to right. Th- oh, oh no, it's the toxins. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not that I just got back from, you know, the donut shop. It's the, yeah. it's the toxins. <laughs> you just said donuts because I said I eat donuts, didn't you? Uh, well, I, I, love donuts. <laughs> I, mean, I, love, I love all of the junks. Yeah. You know? I, I can do yeah. cheat days even when I'm dieting, but um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I've seen a lot of nonsense. Yeah. And man, honestly, like it, it bothered, like there are only a few things that I will, um, I don't, I, I kind of have a policy with myself of not like arguing over social media. Like I'll debate, um, mm-hmm. somebody on, on certain topics, but like the only time I will ever like start an argument on Facebook are pretty much two things. Christians like being jerks, like being yeah. mean and rude, like out there. Mm-hmm. You know, and like when somebody is putting out absolute like garbage um, fitness advice that I know is just going to like can further confuse people. And so Mm -hmm. like when there's when there's like detox stuff or like the you know, like you just referenced, like the the blood stuff, like the alkaline diet. I mean, scientifically, like I am not a scientist, but I have put in I mean, at this point, 15 years of like research into like my own fitness and, and how these things work. And I'm constantly as a coach trying to make myself better and studying things and learning things. If I get a question, I do like the live Q and A's and stuff. So if I get a question that's like, I'm not sure I'm going to, you know, spend some time researching that. And so like, at this point, there are so many topics that, that like with the, it just, some of them just don't scientifically make sense at all. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, like you said, an alkaline diet i mean if that's off a little like you said that's the least of your worries is like weight loss you're gonna die <laughs> and so like you know these kind of things detox is your liver is literally like designed to do that you know there are yeah. these uh-huh. it's just now i'm not am i saying that like there are not some some diseases and some issues that can cause like liver damage and things like that and there may be some some of those things can help no i'm not saying that but Anytime that you see, like, and just talking to, to anybody listening, if you see these kind of like absolute claims by these supplement companies, or you see something out there saying like, because I'm a fan of a lot of supplements, I use supplements, uh, but I don't like when, when a supplement as the definition of supplement is like, it's an additional thing. You know what I mean? It's there to help, like help you get to a point that you're struggling to get to, like with your own diet, um, your own diet. So, I mean, mm-hmm. when you're, when you're at a place where it, it's, you're seeing, oh, this ad says like, I have to have this, or it's going to give me this. And it's like it's presented as a necessity or like the latest mm-hmm. breakthrough or whatever. Just notice that that, realize that that's a red flag. It's, yeah. it's like nutritional heresy. You know what I mean? Like think mm-hmm. of it like that. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, any others, uh, before we move on here, um, I want to, want to talk I about, tell, a, mm-hmm. I would tell the viewers to be very careful about, um, if, if you look on a supplement label and it says proprietary blend, uh, that can be a red flag. Now there may be yeah. one or two supplements that, right. that, you know, use that. And, but to give you a little bit of way that really works is proprietary blend is it's sketchy legally because what the, what the companies have done is they're telling you, well, that's secret information because yes. this is our secret sauce, you know, Mm-hmm. but the the problem when you have proprietary blend on a supplement label they'll say proprietary blend and then they'll list all this stuff right. uh, that's, there's even a term for that in the industry they call it uh, label decoration i think yeah um, 
So they'll list all this stuff, but the issue is you have no idea they can put even the most minuscule amount of an ingredient mm -hmm. in that proprietary blend and it's legally listed on the bottle, but you don't know how much of that is in there. Right. And so, um, you know, now that I've gone just to so minimalist with supplements, I don't think I take anything or have in a long time that says proprietary blend on it just yeah. because, um, if you know what's, what's, you know, what can help you a little bit and you yeah. know what to take, then, um, then why take something that has that, you know, right. why, why take something and you don't really know what it is, yeah. what the exact ingredients are. Yeah. Put it Absolutely. And that was something I had, I had down here. I wanted to make sure we covered is that whole concept of like the minimum effective dosage. I mean, like, mm. just like what you're saying so many times you can find if, if you're, you know, 90 plus percent of people are not going to go like look for scientific studies about a supplement before they buy it. But if they did, they'd find um, like, for instance, like the beta alanine in, in like a pre-workout, you can find good studies about beta alanine and it's, it's production, like what it actually can produce and how it can help your performance. Um, yeah. And, but uh, that's at a certain dosage. And yeah. like, like you said, a lot of times when you see the proprietary blend or whatever, they don't put the amount in there. Um, mm -hmm. So even though it's listed and, and that makes, you know, the consumer think, Oh, I've, I've seen before. This is from a credible source. Uh, this is something that, that can improve my health, but I have no idea. I can't remember what the numbers are, but I, let's just say that 400 milligrams is the minimum effective dosage. You very well may have 50 milligrams in that, yeah. in that supplement that's going to do nothing, but just yeah. because, but they can legally list it on mm -hmm. there, you know? And so, yeah, so that just keep that in mind. Cool, man. So let's uh, let's transition here into kind of how to approach buying uh, quality supplements, which we've already um, we've already gotten into a little bit. Um, how would you say that like um, let's use let's use whey protein as an example, just because that's a mm -hmm. one that we both recommend, um, and that's usually kind of the the first one I'll get somebody using. Um, so let's say let's say somebody wants to know from you how to go about finding a high quality um, whey protein powder. What would you say? Um, well, th this may be even less detailed than what, what you would tell your clients, but I usually just, um, now part, I just, I usually recommend maybe specific brands, but I, I mm -hmm. just kind of say go for a, um, just go for a, a company that's been around for a while, that's been doing this yeah. for a while. And, um, and that, now when you get into whey protein, you get into, for me personally, I just buy like 10 pound bags of the stuff yeah. because part of my, part of my thinking is, okay, you know, uh, you know, could I spend twice as much money and maybe get some little different minuscule, different result maybe, but probably not. So yeah. I usually buy, you know, just get on Amazon and buy some, a 10 pound bag of a brand that I'm familiar with. Yeah. Uh, some people are more, um, some people are more concerned about artificial sweeteners. Mm -hmm. um, what I would say there is if you are specifically sensitive to an artificial sweetener, fine. But all this, all this junk that gets passed around about how it's going to, you know, you know, uh, cause your eyes to fall out. <laughs> yeah. or something. That's, that's just not, yeah. the evidence is just not there, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's what I would say about whey protein. Just find a brand that, um, you know, uh, what I buy, I'm sure I haven't even looked at it in a long time, is what's called whey concentrate, which is not considered 
quite as, um, you know, there's weight isolate too, yeah. which is considered a little bit more, a little bit higher quality or whatever. Yeah. A little but higher I, quality, I, a lot more expensive. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just yeah. buy a, a plain weight concentrate supplement, which you'll usually find is um, chocolate flavors are a lot easier to make taste good than other flavors. Yeah. Maybe the cocoa in there or something. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I buy chocolate. I also I buy vanilla. My wife doesn't like the vanilla as much because uh, I have this shake I make that has uh, bananas, blueberries, some type of milk, either almond milk or regular milk, and then the vanilla protein. And my wife finds that very very sweet. She does not have a sweet tooth, so yeah. she she would not join us maybe at Dunkin' Donuts or wherever yeah. else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> she would not. But she, um, but typically you'll find that I think the chocolate brand is, for whatever reason, it's much easier to make a good tasting chocolate whey protein than maybe some of the, there's pretty good stuff out there in different flavors, yeah. but that's yeah. the one you're probably going to have the easiest time, you know, yeah. uh, flavor wise. Yeah, I would for sure. Yeah. Uh, creatine, I would say I try, I shop for the Crea Pure, um, and now this is based on information from years ago. So I, there may be, um, there may be under other standards they're using now, yeah. but I just simply find micronized. If it's micronized, the thing about it is it's going to dissolve a lot yeah. more quickly. Yeah. And like I said, if you, if it's not dissolved, you're not going to absorb it. So micronized, um, creatine, uh, create pure micronized creatine is what I get. And then the other stuff, like fish oil, again, I'm just mm -hmm. not that. There used to be this again. The when they were trying to when when companies would try to sell you expensive fish oil, they'll talk about how there's all these you know impurities and toxins yeah. in your fish oil, and yet and but I just look for a decent brand. Yeah, vitamins. I usually just buy generic vitamins. Right, gotcha. And, um, you do yep. that and be covered. You know, I, I think. Yeah. I agree, man. I think, you know, the, the only things I would say, uh, in addition to that, like what I usually will say is number one, just like what you just said, trustworthy company. Um, mm -hmm. most people won't dig this much into it, but if a company is subjected itself to like third party testing, as in, mm -hmm. you know, somebody outside of their company has been allowed to test the product, uh, that's, yeah. you know, that's always a good sign. And, and like you said, just known brands, um, mm -hmm. then, uh, then ingredients. So like, like whey protein, for example, I like to have people like compare um, the ratio of protein to calories. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like if a gram of protein is four calories and you know, it's a 20 gram protein shake, it, like one serving is 20 grams of protein, but it's 300 calories. There's a lot of unnecessary calories yeah. in there. You know what I mean? So I'll usually, that's a big thing I look for, for instance, with like protein uh, is, you know, if it, I, of course I, I I'm going to allow for room for, I don't expect it to be a hundred. If it's, if it's 20 times four and if it's not 80, it's not good. I don't 80 calories. That's not what I'm saying. Like there's gotta be some margin in there for some other stuff, yeah. you know, preservatives, sweeteners, things like that, of course. Uh, but uh, you know, once, if it's like way up there and it's, you know, less than like a 50, I, really that's being generous, but percent ratio. I mean, I, I, I stray away from those kind of brands because that just means there's a lot of, a lot of artificial or, or yeah. unnecessary stuff in there. Um, and then the last thing is kind of just more like for their benefit. And we've already kind of covered this. Don't give in to like whoever you just, just seeing the model on the cover of the, mm -hmm. the shake or what, or how it's being marketed. Like I, I tell people just, just ignore the marketing when it comes to yeah. the, 
the, the, the, the supplement and just, you know, like unless, unless the marketing is very straightforward, very scientific, um, and, and they're, they're linking to things to back up their claims. That's about the only marketing supplement wise that I trust. Otherwise it's, you know, don't the person on the cover has likely never used that supplement before. You yeah. know, they're just some model that's been hired to take, you know, shots, you know, things like that. So, I mean, just keep that kind of stuff in mind. Um, you know, they're going to say all kind of things to make you feel like, like this is, this is just going to turn you into a beast in the gym and you're going to run circles around everybody else, you know, just, just ignore that. If you can just completely ignore it, and and focus on you know just the objectivity be objective and just focus on on what's in the supplement uh and do i trust this brand you know it's that's that's where you're gonna go go well so yeah okay cool um any any i don't want you to throw any (laughs) throw any shade on any like negative supplement like things like brands you wouldn't recommend but are there any um like companies that you are a big fan of that you would recommend uh well with um Okay, like with protein, I, I tend to use, I believe it's Optimum Nutrition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, same here. And then with uh, with the creatine I use, I may be able to pull this up right quick and sure. tell you what brand. Because I just bought some the other day. Um, that's, no, that's Optimum, Optimum Nutrition as well. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, They're one of the best in my opinion. Yeah, I, I've used I've used them a good bit, and I can't think of anybody else that I've used lately. Um, yeah, that's that's probably the only because the other supplements that I've told you about, like the vitamins and the uh, fish oil, those are not really bodybuilding company companies that make those. Yeah, uh, you do have bodybuilding companies that make. I guess you call them bodybuilding vitamins, but I don't know what the difference yeah. <laughs> that's supposed to be. But, you know, a lot of times they'll, um, it goes back to hype and I just don't see any difference. And I haven't experienced any difference between taking just the regular vitamins generic you can buy anywhere versus, you yeah. know, uh, uh, so yeah, you, you just have to be careful. I'll, I'll share something else. Have you ever heard of supplement dusting? I don't think I have. Actually. Okay. Well, um, you see the, 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 another thing that companies used to do and I suspect they still do mm-hmm. is it used to be that sometimes when they, and when a brand new supplement would come out, there's one I'm thinking of from the nineties, uh, late eighties or early nineties. When a supplement would come out, what they would actually do is, is, uh, they would dust it with a little bit of like, uh, let's say Diana ball or some kind of steroid. Mm-hmm. Wow. They, would, they would put that in, into it. That's okay. crazy. And so what, what that would do is, okay, the first batch or two, you get all these people taking this stuff. Yeah. And, um, they're like, wow, man, I'm, you know, and so, but of course then by the time the, the, by the time the, you know, fourth or fifth batch is out there, they've stopped doing that because they don't want to get, get busted. Yeah. Um, yeah. But supplement dusting, that's, you'll even find uh, I think you'll find sometimes what happens with some of these uh, college and pro athletes to get the uh, test positive for something. Mm-hmm. They may have taken a supplement that, uh, you know, it's again, it's a new fly by night company. They may have dusted that supplement a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's just a lot of uh, deceptive stuff that's been oh, done. Yeah. Uh, even niacin. Um, yeah. Talking about fat burners, what some, uh, 
so-called fat burning supplements would do is they put a, a heavy dose of niacin in it, which that makes your face and skin flush mm-hmm. and sweaty and feel hot. And so you're thinking, wow, man, this is really yeah. all, all it is. <laughs> yeah. All it is is the, the niacin in it. So um, you just have to, I don't know if the, if the industry is better or worse. Yeah. You know, we have online access. You can really go to websites and find some, uh, yeah. some legitimate studies. Yeah. But, um, so I think it's probably tamer now than it was back in the early nineties when I was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's still a heavily unregulated industry. So, I mean, yeah. there's still a lot of stuff that they can happen. I mean, one big one lately, I don't know uh, if you've, if you've been, um, if you looked into this at all is like the amino spiking where like, for instance, like the protein supplements, they'll, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it, it, the protein content should be based on just how many, you know, amino acids are in there, but they'll count other things as protein. There's like a lawsuit against uh, several different like companies that have produced this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, now that uh, basically people might be paying for a, a powder that, that claims it has 30 grams of protein, but really it only has like, you know, 15 to 20 yeah. grams of like, like, actual protein that's going to do anything you know yeah. and so i mean that again this is the stuff we're saying is guys yeah, is just like this is why you want to go with reliable brands you know yeah. and, and why you want to look into it a little bit or just ask somebody who has you know what i mean i know you don't have time to go research every single thing you know that we talk about or whatever but just just ask somebody who who you feel like is i'm happy with you shooting me a message or whatever and just saying like hey what have you heard of this brand and if i have i'll tell you like whether i what the i think the opinion is what my opinion is of it but like if it's i mean optimum nutrition is one of the best ones for just about anything i have never had a bad product for them of them they sell about a million flavors of whey protein yeah you know, it yeah. seems like you know they have everything so uh they're they're a good one they and they're hit or miss but they're yeah yeah the flavors can for sure mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. i think that they um you know they're pri- like price wise they're they're reasonable they're not yeah. the cheapest you're gonna find like if you go to walmart and get like body fortress or some yeah. like you know brand mm-hmm. like that which by the way has a lawsuit against them just throwing that out there but i mean if you if you are um gonna do that kind of thing like you're gonna save like you'll probably you, you might save like five bucks um, you know, from getting like the, the, something like optimum, optimum nutrition or one of the, uh, one of the brands like that. So, um, yeah. yeah um, so last thing I want to, want to ask real quick is just, have you ever like experimented before with kind of like making your own supplements? Have you done that before at all? Or have you just stuck to like, um, stuck to buying like, I've just, always, I've just yeah. always bought, I've never, um, I, I knew a, there was actually this guy I knew from one of, from a uh, bodybuilding forum. It was uh, I knew this guy from there, uh, Fred Hatfield, Doctor Squats forum years years ago. Fred okay. Hatfield passed away about two or three years ago, uh, but he was like the first guy to squat a thousand pounds. That's nothing that's to do with what we're talking about, but that's just some extra for you free of charge. Yeah. Cool. I met this guy who was who started a company. Um, but I think he kind of dropped it. I don't know if he just decided it was too expensive to get the high quality ingredients. Yeah. So no, nah, I've, I've never, I've never had any interest in doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the only one I've ever done it with is a pre-workout. Um, I've mm-hmm. never done, uh, I'd be, I probably would never try it with like, a, I'd never try it with like a protein powder or anything like that. It's just like too complex, but like, you know, I, I, with the pre-workouts, like, 
what I found just, just from like what I've like researched and what I've done, used personally is like, there's a few ingredients in the pre-workouts that give like the vast majority of, of the results, you know I mean? And those are basically like, I mean, caffeine is obviously the biggest one. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, there are some like beta alanine, some like um, uh, citrulline, theanine, yeah. which basically yeah. just kind of like, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I take, I've taken L-tyrosine sometimes for, uh, you know, you take that with caffeine and it can give you a little extra, a little extra, again, not, we're not talking anything crazy, but a right. Extra, yeah. You know, um, yeah. And that goes back to, if you buy some of these things yourself, yeah. you, know, you, you can, um, you can decide what you want to take. Um, yeah. One, one thing that may help your listeners is if they want to do research, there's probably two primary things you want to look for. Um, you can go to somewhere like pubmed.com or somewhere like that and find studies. You want a double ply, double blind placebo, placebo controlled study. Yeah. You're going to look at if something works or not. Yeah. Or if you can find a, a meta analysis, like yeah. you can find that's where they have analyzed a bunch of studies. Um, those are two, two kind of criteria you yeah. can look at if you want to study something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for, for me, I'm just kind of off that bandwagon a little bit now. And yeah. I, uh, when it comes to supplements, I would not encourage you to be an early adopter. I mean, just right. let us yeah. way through the industry for a year or two. And then if it's not around, there's probably a reason. Yeah, 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 that's true. You don't want to be one of the one, one of the examples. So. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And, and just throwing this out here, the reason that I, the reason that I, tried that and have done that with pre-workout is just because the pre-workouts are so ridiculously expensive these days i just literally have like a bunch of coffee or like a a caffeine pill before my workout usually Mm -hmm. um but i do a little bit miss like the flush of like the uh the beta alanine and things like that that it can give you like that you know that like tingly feeling some people freak out about that like i actually Mm kind of like it but i think that um you know for me i would just do like if i was going to make a my own pre-workout right now i would have the caffeine pill i would have beta alanine i would have like theanine and maybe citrulline but like i would mix that um and i would like with some kind of gatorade flavor i like powder or whatever you know just like a lemonade type thing and then i would just drink like the caffeine pill with it and that that would it would probably cost i'm trying to think i think it cost me about 60 bucks to buy the ingredients in bulk off amazon um and it lasted me for probably like six or seven months versus like and that's probably if you go and buy like a the any of the popular pre-workouts i mean that could easily be one to two like one to two months of of that pre-workout for that amount of money you know oh, yeah. So, yeah yeah but okay well man and is there anything you'd like to that to kind of leave everybody with that we haven't covered here anything you want to uh, make sure that they hear no just just remind everyone i think of just you know the old adage if it sounds too good to be true mm. as um <laughs> You know, it, it's a multi-billion-dollar industry, yeah. and some good stuff has come out of it. Yeah, the, the wild, wild west of the '90s—that's when the creatine and whey protein came out. Um, yeah, but you, you just—if you—you have to be a very um, careful consumer. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'll get ripped off. Yeah, kind of like we started off with. You're talking maybe. I don't know, maybe 1%, maybe as much as 5% of your difference between taking them and not taking them. Yeah. I think yeah. 5% is a stretch. Um, yeah. So um, don't, don't do what I did and don't just go out there and start buying a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah. focus on the training and nutrition and and the supplement may be one percent of it but but that's about it you know yeah yeah and i would say i mean same same kind of deal if you've got you know if you're somebody and you are budget conscious you have a you like you have to you know if you are if you don't have a ton of money supplements are not like where you want to spend that money you want to spend that yeah. money on on quality food on on a like either a gym membership or building your own gym or whatever you, like you just said you want to build it you want to spend that money on 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 the food and on the training you don't want to yeah. and then if you have some money left over um i would just i would the first two that i would recommend would be a multivitamin to, to fill any nutritional gaps and then a um and then whey protein just for the sheer purpose that Oh, I can almost guarantee you that you're not getting enough protein to like really um, root the benefits of, of your training. Um, yeah. So, you know, unless you're just the kind of kind of person who's just, you know, having like a, you know, 30, 40 grams of protein at every meal and, and stuff like that, which very few people are because um, nobody has time to sit down and like have, have a huge mm -hmm. like steak or, or huge chicken breast for every meal right now. You know what I mean? So like, uh, I think that uh, unless you're that kind of person, whey protein is a good one to add in. But even those, like, put put your money on the on, on quality food and 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 the training first. And then if you're somebody who is, you know, you 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 do have some money to throw around and you're not too concerned, you know, with the money part, you just like to incorporate everything right off. I would stick to kind of like the five that we mentioned. You know, the five the five that Kevin said here would be, you know, if you just kind of are not concerned, you're just like, I'll just I'll just I I care about the maximizing and getting the the an extra three percent right off the bat you know, stick to like a good whey protein, a multivitamin, uh, creatine, fish oil. And if fat loss is a goal, a quality fat burner, uh, which are very few and far between, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like you have to, um, so anyway, yeah, man, I really, really appreciate you uh, taking the time to get on here and share your, your expertise on this with us. So. Sure. Well, hopefully I've saved a few people. A few yeah. There's some money because boy, sure, I would man. have loved to have been able to go back over and, uh, yeah. Uh, with, with some of the with some of the crazy stuff I tried back in the eighties and nineties. Man, yeah. If only like if only like YouTube was around the uh, like, you know, you could have um, you could have done like a vlog series of you like spraying yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate it, Kevin. Thanks a lot, man. No problem. Hey, hey, quick reminder, uh, Pastors Getting Fit Facebook page, if you'd like a little free community there, uh, people on the journey with you, um, review this wherever you listen to podcasts and maybe share it with another pastor who you think um, might benefit from it um, in a loving way, of course. And uh, if you think you might be interested in online coaching, somebody to, to kind of uh, help you uh, figure out what to do and help you stick to it, uh, 251-635-8055, that's my number. Uh, shoot me a text. We'll set up a time to call. Um, yeah, hope you have a good day. Hope you enjoyed this episode.